The Green Chair is brought to you by you for you. To support The Green Chair, please visit our website and purchase a lip balm at thegreenchair.com.au. The Green Chair would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we have recorded this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. The Green Chair is produced on Wiradjuri Country. Welcome to the sixth episode of The Green Chair. I'm your host, Denny Maidens, and thank you for joining me on this week's episode. The Green Chair is an inclusive space for regional women to connect, collaborate, and interact with one another in a supportive environment. At The Green Chair, we believe connection, collaboration, and inclusion are essential, sharing the good, bad, and the ugly. In this week's episode, our sixth, I speak with Christy Eves. Christy is from my hometown of Cobar. And Christy has used her own obstacles and challenges from her life to shape her career. Christy is a hypnotherapist, Reiki guru, and all-around relatable lady. So let's jump into it. I'm Christy. I'm originally from Coba. I grew up on a sheep farm about 10 k's out of Coba. I loved riding horses, motorbikes. I really liked being outdoors, a bit of a tomboy. You know, I did a lot of sport like swimming and netball and things like that, pony club. I now live in Dubbo. I'm a mum of two boys. They're very loud, very noisy. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Oh, I can't even remember what age I was when I realized what I wanted to do, but I began studying uh, community services. So I went on to be a support worker for kids in out-of-home care. I did that for about seven years. And then I remember just really getting into the spiritual side of doing um, like Reiki and crystals and things like that. And then I remember just thinking, I'm going to go learn how to do Reiki. So I went and got attuned to Reiki. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> because I really, really enjoyed receiving Reiki, but actually being able to facilitate a session, I was like, oh my God. Anyway, life changed. And I remember sitting there one day going, I don't want to be a support worker anymore. I don't know what I want to do. Anyway, so I took three months off, looked around for jobs, nothing, there was really nothing out there. And then I just transformed one of our spare rooms into a little healing room, set it up with a massage tables, crystals, things like that. Kind of put it out there to people that I wanted to practice Reiki, charged, you know, next to nothing for it. And from there, like a business that I didn't plan on having just exploded. Like I just had heaps of clients and I was selling crystals and I was like, oh my God, really unexpected. And then I thought, I want to do this like full time. Like I can do this. This could be a job. And I remember finding a room at the Macquarie Chambers down Macquarie street renting that and I remember signing a one-year lease and I'm thinking oh my god how I'm going to pay for this. I hope it works out. And it did. I went on to study uh, touch for health kinesiology and hypnotherapy. Business just exploded and I like I didn't know how to do it business but I knew how to do what I did and here I am. For me is it like to be quite honest I don't know uber amounts about (laughs) anything really that you do Um, and I guess for me is how exactly do you get into that like how do you go I really like Reiki and I really like Mm -hmm. doing that to people and then the crystals and then like now because obviously your business has expanded you've got a different another space and you share this space and 
all that sort of fun stuff, I guess, is yeah. what was sort of, I guess, the point for you to in- investigate into that, I guess? Well, when I was 19, I was in a really, or 18, in a really bad relationship. And obviously, once you're in bad relationships, you get, you know, a trauma from those relationships. So I developed severe anxiety. And then, so I've come home to Coba, didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't do much at all because I had, I was, you know, I was traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to live with my sister in Sydney for a month which turned into a year Um, I really wasn't coping coping like mentally like you know I worked and I went out and I made friends and stuff but really like I had really bad anxiety and I remember trying counseling and I did one session and I thought yeah whatever that was okay and then people can probably relate to this too um my counselor had to cancel my second session and I forget why I think she was sick or something but my anxious mind just went and just nah I'm not going back you know swear words whatever I hate this I'm not doing it and I never tried it again I realized I wanted to be back in the country like close to home but not too close and I liked Dubbo because it wasn't too big wasn't too small and I moved to Dubbo anxiety reared its head in every situation I came across I quit jobs you know friends circumstances in life just everything anxiety just reared its head and I reacted to everything all the time and so I tried some medication I could barely even get out of bed to go to work (laughs) just didn't agree with me at all and I thought there's got to be something else like natural that could help me and I remember googling alternatives and then Reiki came up in the google search and I was like I've heard of that word I don't know what it is whatever booked in and I remember like walking in and I was like shaking I was so anxious so nervous like you know that disgusting feeling in your stomach I was like oh my god and I talked to this lady I was like I've got really bad anxiety I can barely even sit here anyway lay down the bed the reiki started which is a form of energy healing it's energy being channeled through a person into the other person moving off any you know toxic stagnant energies within the body and i remember i could feel all of this stuff leaving my body and when i sat up i was like oh my god it was like floating on the clouds and so you know anytime anxiety reared its ugly head you know i'd go back get some more Reiki and then I met another Reiki healer who did hypnotherapy so I did hypnotherapy for anxiety and really overcame that so that's how I got into it by my own experiences and experiencing the absolute change that these things can have on a person so that really inspired me to go hmm I want to learn Reiki so I could do myself my family my kids things like that. Never, I want to learn Reiki to start a business. You know, you could see the benefits for yourself. So you wanted to Mm -hmm. share that. And then it sort of just ended up being, oh, actually, this is my business now. And I'm happy doing this. And it just sort of went from there type scenario. And I can't imagine doing anything else. I can't imagine working for anyone else or doing anything else, but what I do now. So is Reiki the main part of your business? It used to be. So starting off, it was all Reiki. It was all crystals. But now being trained in hypnotherapy, I'm probably 95% doing hypnotherapy and the other part Reiki and crystals and things like that. So, But you will have weeks where you do heaps of Reiki and then there's weeks there's just all hypnotherapy. It really just come like in these cycles really. But I would say I'm mostly a hypnotherapist. <laughs> yeah. And then for like the things that people probably would most see you for is it more so like in line with what what you were seeking surrounding 
anxiety yeah. or is that a whole range of obviously things that what you do can assist people? There's such a whole range. A lot of people come in going, I don't know how you can help me. I don't even know what my problem is, but blah, blah, blah. And we figure it out. So it's sort of like, you know, I say I do hypnosis for anxiety, trauma, stress, weight loss, quit smoking, but there may not in that little pile there of things you're like oh I don't need any of that but this is my issue we can go okay and we can go back to where that issue started okay. in hypnosis. <laughs> I've heard quite a lot of great things about hypnosis and people have said it's changed their life and you know I'd love to have a go at that but I guess the thing is people are seeking to feel better within themselves they will try anything and then when you get there and it works it's like oh my god how come I never tried this before and why didn't I do this earlier and it's all these things I guess there's like a kind of a stigma attached to it because a lot of people come in going I'm really scared you're going to control me I'm really scared of what's going to come out and you know we educate them before we hypnotize them you know hypnosis is a natural state of focus attention you're in control of yourself the entire time nobody else can control you all hypnosis is self-hypnosis so I'm not actually hypnotizing you you're hypnotizing yourself by listening to my instructions and relaxing it's again it's probably totally wrong but I'm, I'm looking at it as like again like I use I love yoga and meditation and all that sort of stuff so is it's it's like a self-guided meditation but yes. then you go into like a a state of a state of trance yeah, yeah. okay right that, yeah. that makes sense then okay so I always kind of say that guided meditation and guided hypnosis are so similar that you know if you enjoy meditating you really got to enjoy hypnosis <laughs> yeah no well that makes total sense that I guess that I've never sort of probably understood it until you explained that to me because you know there there is that stigma of like I remember watching whatever those shows when I was a kid <laughs> and then it's like oh look at these people quacking like chickens and doing all of that and it's like oh yeah. that's why but the people who have I've spoken to they're like no it's completely changed my life and all of that so I yeah. I completely understand that and I guess what would be you know it's beneficial for you obviously that this is how this is your business and all of those things but you can obviously see firsthand that you're helping people absolutely and it's like and it really relaxes people when I say you know what I used to be where you were and I used to feel the way you feel I found all of these healing modalities because I was suffering And I can really come from a place of experience of, you know, I used to feel like that, but I've worked through it through these these modalities and now I've come out the other side and it has absolutely changed my life. So from how you went from like obviously very anxious and everything like that to now, do you still need for yourself to have like these regular type check-ins or whatever it is to keep you on track or is it now that you are in your momentum, you just sort of keep going type scenario? all healing like we're all our own healers so we always need to you know look after ourselves and our own mental health and things like that so I make sure and a lot of people in my field are the same we regularly meditate because you really need to keep yourself you know focused your mind clear and work through things that come up in life because we're always going to experience stress anxiety things in our life that happen so we have to take the tools that we have learned and that we know and really show up in our life and use those tools because 
anxiety is always going to be there. It's a natural state. It's a natural feeling. You know, stress is always going to be there. So it's not sort of like, you know, oh, you're fixed now, bye. You, you've got to continue to look after yourself. And that just, I guess, it depends. Each person's obviously different. And it's just you obviously are self-aware that you are, oh, look, I, I'm not feeling whatever. And mm-hmm. you can self-adjust and refocus on what you need to do to keep yourself on track. Yeah, absolutely. I've had some really interesting conversations about mental health and wellness and all of those things and that there is definitely, I guess, for women and I guess so probably more in regional areas of that we have to do it all and we always mm-hmm. we have to have all of our stuff together and we have to be presented well and <laughs> kids need to be this and we've got to be like we're juggling it all. And yeah. I can't remember like as a kid growing up thinking, oh my God, we have so much on and there's so much to do. While now I'm like, there's just a constant stream of stuff we (laughs) need to be achieving and doing and maintaining. And it's like, it is quite overwhelming for, I genuinely believe for women in particular. And do you think, is that mainly probably your demographic of clients? Yeah. People that are so stressed out. Yeah. So stressed out, taking on too much and not really working through the things that have happened in their life. They're like, oh, I just keep pushing it down, pushing it down, continuing on, but that isn't working for them anymore. No, and I think what was quite interesting, what you said that a little bit earlier was that you wouldn't be able to go and work for someone and do things like that. Do you find for your anxiety and for your own mental health and wellness is that being your own boss and being able to pick and choose your hours and all of that sort of thing is better for you? I kind of feel like I couldn't go and work for anyone else or do anything else like I could obviously but I wouldn't want to because of like this is my passion and this is what I love doing and again yeah being your own boss and working your own hours and creating your own life so I really couldn't imagine myself doing anything else but hypnotherapy and Reiki and selling crystals and just creating the life that I love instead of the nine to five doing something for someone else that you don't really enjoy and you don't really passionate about it was quite organic for you to make that transition because mm-hmm. but what were and it was a pretty horrible time especially with COVID and everything you were right in the mix of it mm-hmm. yeah. um, what was probably though like the biggest struggle for you starting out obviously to make it actually a viable business and then obviously COVID's a whole you know other kettle of fish and everything for all yeah but if someone was coming to you and came to you for business advice what would you say, you know, you're going to struggle and it's going to be challenging or whatever else? What mm-hmm. sort of guidance would you mm-hmm. give somebody? 100% back yourself. Absolutely have that self-belief that you are worth this and it will work out and you de- you deserve success. Also, never stop learning because especially in my field, you're never going to know everything. So it's not like a, you train one thing and there you go, like always seek more always back yourself, always believe in yourself and find your people. Because, you know, once you find your people, when you're going through those hard times, they're the people that you can lean on and they will support you. They will be like, I've been there too. And this is what I did. And it makes life so much easier. Yeah. I think it's, it's really hard to find your people. And I think Mm -hmm. too, like, you know, the city, the city can be isolating, but to like moving to a new place or if you're at home with kids or all a whole range of things mm-hmm. can be quite isolating and it can be yeah. 
hard to find people who are supportive of mm-hmm. one another. So yeah. it is really that hard mix of balance. Yeah, and I've gone through cycles like starting this business, like cycles of, you know, groups of people. But now I feel the more experience I have, the I have found my people. Well, so how do you think that women can then better support one another? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that. You're like, yes, absolutely. This is, this is a big thing. Um, and I really got inspired uh, by this from one of my mentors, um, Carol McRae. She's another hypnotherapist in town. Absolutely amazing. And she is the biggest supporter of everyone. And I've, I've, like, I've really taken this on as well. You know, we're all in this together. So if your friend starts a business, whether it's similar to yours or some other person starts a business, same as yours, whatever, support them. Like share their things, like their things, like on social media, like comment on their things, recommend them, you know, use their services, like, or even just reach out and be like, good on you because that's what we need. Like just supporting each other and backing each other is a big thing because you know if there's competition or you know nasty energy it really shows and it doesn't get anyone anywhere so support each other and be like go girl (laughs) it's really challenging I think is unfortunately sometimes women we can be our own worst enemies and that we do have this sometimes this really bitchy pack mentality of that if somebody else is succeeding you know we want to bring them down and I just For me personally, I just don't get that and it's I really struggle to watch yeah. that. So And it's not always gonna be your time. Sometimes it's time for someone else to shine as well. And you'll always get your time, but it's not always going to be your time. So when someone else is shining, just be like, Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's it. Like we need to be able to be supportive and acknowledge that people are allowed to go well in life. And just because, you know, you could be having a lull or you've already achieved so much or whatever it is where you are in your life, Mm -hmm. it can be challenging to see other people, but that's not a reflection necessarily on you. That's just somebody else living their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've been where they were before they had that success. So you know how it feels to have that success. So celebrate with them. Yeah. And I'm all about celebrating the small stuff. Like I'm like, oh my God, my washing basket is nearly empty. Let's go and celebrate. Like literally I don't, you know, we don't just need to be celebrating or someone's having a baby or they got engaged or whatever else. It's like, oh wow, you got promoted or you bought a house or whatever it is. It's like, let's celebrate the tiny things. I don't know. It's everybody, we're just so different. We don't have to follow this traditional path of life really, I think too, which is, did you find that when you, I guess, went on a, I don't even want to say alternative because that's such a whatever word, like a a path of that it wasn't, you know, you're starting an accounting firm or something. that it was that people were a bit funny about that? Yeah, no, I do remember when I first opened my first office, the people that I thought they were going to be the most supportive (laughs) never visited, never asked about it, never came to look at my office or anything. So that was a big learning curve for me. Like, oh, I would have been these people's biggest cheerleader, but that's okay. Like that's, that's their thing. And I find what's quite funny is that, um, there's a fair few like local businesses or just businesses anywhere that I, you know, buy things from or whatever else. And I've had conversations with some of the owners and they're like, I've made more friends and have better relationships with people 
I've met through my business than my actual yeah. friends. Like, you know, people have said to me, like, I had the perception that my friends and family would support my adventure and they haven't at all. Yes, absolutely. And you can either be offended by it or just go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it like, you know, it, it is surprising and shocking at first and then you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> and then you find your people. And that's it, that once you find your people and you build each other up, it just sort of starts going from there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm interested to hear what you think about like being a woman from regional Australia. What do you think is our biggest hurdle out here? I think as I was saying before, the self-belief and the backing yourself that you can make a living out of something that you're passionate about. You don't have to do the nine to five. You don't have to do a job that you don't want to be at and live a life that you don't want. You need, you can create the life that you want. You can do it. I remember as a kid, my grandmother used to always say to me that she wanted to be a hairdresser Mm -hmm. and like, it was a different time, obviously, but you know, it was different, you know, she got married and she had kids and then she stayed at home and was the housewife. And, you know, that's fine. I've done that and all of those things as well. But it was, she really lacked that self-belief and didn't have the right people, obviously, to support her either, that she never did that. She never, ever got to do that because she, yeah, she doubted herself or didn't want to step outside the box or take a chance. And it's, it is that self-belief is really really important and it is scary there's a lot of fear behind starting a business and just going out and doing it it's I didn't do it fearlessly (laughs) there was a lot of fear but yeah having the right people behind you and you know even if somebody's come up with a I'm gonna do this instead of you know being the downer be supportive and be like that sounds great like I'll I'll support you whether you do it or not or give them ideas. I don't know, but like, yeah, it's really the the good, the right people around you, the self-belief and just doing it. You know, obviously your business, you're obviously very proud of accomplishing that and everything, but yeah, what do you think within yourself professionally or personally, are you the most proud that you've been able to accomplish? Oh, the most proud that I have been able to accomplish Absolutely my kids. <laughs> Most proud of having my boys. But again, I am so proud of where I started to where I am now. Because when I first started, I was just in my spare room at home. I was just like, here's a massage table, here's some crystals, here's some Reiki flags. And I never envisioned myself having an office or opening up a new business or expanding or anything like that. I'm just so proud of where I started to where I am now because I think I mentioned this in a different podcast. (laughs) I used to get some psychic readings and I'd be like, oh, my God, am I going to be successful? And just really relying (laughs) on their answer to whether I was going to be successful or not because I was so fearful of not being successful and failing and having to, I don't know, work at Macca's or something or something I didn't enjoy. I sit here now and I'm like, oh, my God, I make a bloody good living off what I love doing and it makes a difference in other people's lives and I'm really proud of myself all the time. And you know what? I'm really glad that you say that because I find that I try to over-justify myself 
mm-hmm. my accomplishments or whatever it is because I feel like I have to do that. But it's really nice to hear that you are proud of yourself and that you yeah. have that self-belief and everything because you did do this. You are doing it. You continue to do this. This is, yeah, you're a completely more confident person. Yeah. The journey, life experience or whatever you want to put it down to because of this. So um, Mm -hmm. it's really good to hear how proud you are of accomplishing so many things. Yeah. And I actually, I don't think I even realized it and it shouldn't come from external sources, but I didn't even realize how proud of myself I was until the partner that I have now, he goes, you've done really good you should be really proud of yourself. You've done some big things. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And it didn't even occur to me that I had. Like I I remember sitting there going, staring at him like, what are you talking about? And he's talking about like my business and everything that I do. And I'm like, oh, like it just did not occur to me. It shouldn't come from other people. You should realize it yourself. But it's not until then I had that realization of like, oh my God, I am proud of myself. I have done a lot. going (laughs) but I also think it's too when you're sometimes like when you're stuck in the trenches or like it's like your day-to-day and you just keep doing it it is hard to step back and go oh hey I actually have done this like until sometimes like because you are so invested in you know doing whatever it is you're doing you're like oh wow you know I I I did I didn't actually think about that because I've been too busy doing everything else (laughs) yeah and I came across a video a few months um, ago, one of those reminders that memories that come up are in on Facebook, and it was my very first video of the first day I moved into my office, and I was like, I just want to make a video of this, and oh my god, yeah. and I'm like, look at her, <laughs> she has no idea. Hindsight <laughs> or whatever, and I was like, oh, I wish I, I wish I knew that when I was younger. I wish I whatever else, and then yeah. sometimes I think, oh, you know, if I knew that, maybe I wouldn't have made this decision or whatever else, and then. I think it's really, you can't look, you know, in hindsight, there's so many things, but you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't, you know, make mistakes or different choices or pushed yourself or, you know, failed in this. It's like, I'm sure there's been plenty of times when you thought, oh, no, this is really hard or I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it or whatever it is, but you know, COVID was it, you just, wasn't it, you just moved into a new office just before like the world was ending? opened up a collaborative space of healing um, in Bolchie Street and then COVID hit twice. (laughs) So we had to shut down twice in our first year. And yeah, it was like a, oh, wow. And, you know, the entire, the world was struggling. So we weren't the only ones, but it was a real like, and a lot of businesses around us had to close forever. And we're watching these businesses like, wow, oh my God. Um, and we were just really fortunate to continue going. We're still going. Yeah. So you obviously had to shift a lot of the things that you would do in person online. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, how did you go from, okay, the world's ending. We all can't go near <laughs> each other. How yeah. are we going to try and like put food on the table? Cause we have mortgages and stuff to pay. Mine is, was easier with mine. I can always do hypnosis hypnosis online so it's called zoom so you just zoom and it's exactly the same as being in the room because all you need to do is hear my voice and all I need to do is 
um, see your face, make sure you're in hypnosis. So I could do hypnosis online, but I had two kids at home. <laughs> so I didn't do a lot um, of therapy because, you know, homeschooling, no one knows how to be quiet. And it was, it was a lot. So I just I did a little bit here and there where I could. I did a lot of free sessions for groups and stuff like that to help them through. Crystals, I just sold them online. We made it through. <laughs> you're like, we, we made it through. Like, made it through. <laughs> oh, you're like, I'm sure you're very happy to see the other side of that. <laughs> yeah. We were very happy to open those doors again and see people face to face. And people were, were just so happy to be face to face because they had the option. Did you want to do it online or would you like to come in? And they're like, I need to see someone. I need to come in. Yeah, I need to get out yeah. of the house. I need yeah. to see somebody else instead of who I live with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. God. What I find have found quite interesting of people I've spoken to who seem to have more of their shit together maybe than I do is <laughs> they seem to get up earlier and be more morning people. Now, please, yeah. I just, do you wake up early? So I hate to disappoint you, but I'm, if I force myself to do this now. So I will set my alarm for oh, a bit before six o'clock, whatever, so I can roll around and have a tantrum about getting up and things like that. Although I'm usually pretty good. Like I'm just like, get up, <laughs> you have to get up and I go to the gym and I do whatever I want to do at the gym. And I know when I leave the gym, I'm going to feel absolutely amazing. <laughs> so I live for that moment walking out going, no, I feel really good. And it really sets me up for the day, which sounds really annoying. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> but, um... I know like driving home from the gym at like 7am or whatever and I've done a workout whatever I've got my steps in for the day Uh, well I've began the steps for the day I'm driving home going I actually feel really good and I get home I do some oracle card pulling sort of like you know what's the theme of the day what am I what do I need to work on or be aware of and I'm like right and it sounds sounds really annoying but it does really change your energy for the day but um you know doing affirmations or doing your gratitude instead of you know when you wake up in the morning for that first half hour you're still in trance so if people wake up and they think of all the things that pissed them off the day before or all the stuff that's coming up that that day that's really annoying them or they really don't want everything that has already happened the day before they're already hypnotizing themselves into a bad day so it's really important to wake up and go I am so grateful for my children for you know my coffee in the morning even if if it is the most basic of things that you can't even think of much at all it really reprograms your mind from the moment you wake up because if you're waking up in that filthy mood (laughs) thinking of all the stuff that is not going great you're already set your day up so I I've really become really conscious of waking up and if something enters my mind that has been bothering me I'm like nope it's gratitude time and we go through that and we go to that gym and we watch inspiring YouTubes while we're on that treadmill to make time go faster <laughs> and I drive out of that driveway going I'm really happy that I got up and I did this because I would be laying in my bed right now yelling at the kids to get ready already in that filthy mood. <laughs> And that all sounds really annoying, I know, but I've really made that conscious thing of just like, no, this is going to be your morning routine because the people that get up early and smash out their day before everyone wakes up are the people that are successful and happy and I want to be that person. (laughs) I just, 
all like my kids are very morning people. I just can't seem to even talk in the morning. Like I just sort of yeah. go, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I just do that. And I just, I like, I go to bed really late. I'm doing uni late or I'm whatever it is. Sometimes I go, go to bed until three o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. So because I'm trying to do that and, or midnight or whatever it is. And so for me to wake up, like I'm awake, I'm just waking up so I can communicate with the world. I can't imagine getting myself dressed to be able to go into the public where people might want to speak to me at that time in the morning because I can't even put pants on then. I am not the most glamorous person at that gym. There's a lot of people that look amazing. And I see on TikTok these people that do a full face of makeup before they go to the gym. I'm like, that's not me. But I go in there and, like, my shirt is crumpled. I don't have any makeup on. I've just pulled my hair back. But I'm just like, no one's looking at me. They're looking at themselves. They, you know, (laughs) everyone's at the gym to improve themselves. And that was a big thing before I used to go to the gym. I was like, oh, my God, people are going to look at me. But now I'm like, no one's looking at me. It's all good. I look disgusting, but I got out of bed and I'm here. (laughs) See, everybody keeps telling me that they get up early and they do this and they do that. And I'm like, oh. And I'm exhausted by, you know, I put the kids to bed about eight o'clock and I'm not far behind them. I am exhausted by the time bedtime comes around. So you go to bed early. I really try to, I aim for 9, 9.30 and then, you know, I do have my bad habits of watching TikTok till late. Just making those conscious choices in my life to improve it. Did you see, like, you sound like one of those, like, cards that you get or whatever. It's like making conscious choices, you know, you should eat your greens and do all that. And I was like, I was thinking maybe she's going to say to me, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's like you probably should get up earlier and go to bed earlier. My favorite person at the moment is Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, you know, he's all about all about the stuff I was just talking about. I've been reading his books and stuff and I've gone, "Uh, it really is me. You know, like when you realize that the stuff in your life is, it's all you. It's not, no one's doing anything to you. You go, well, (laughs) I've got to start making some changes here. But there are days where I go, nope. And I turn that alarm off and I'm like, I'd rather have a crappy day because I want to sleep an extra five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I just, it's not even I'm sleeping. I'm just laying there because my, I can't move the legs to get out of the bed and you know do that yeah Yeah, like I know I need to go to bed earlier but then I'm like well when am I gonna do my uni then not gonna happen but see all of you people keep telling me this it's gonna be a thing I need to do I I feel it I'm just I challenge you to do it for one week Actually, yes. No, I do challenge you to do it for one week. One week, Danielle, that is your challenge. And I want to, I want you to tell me that, I don't know, just tell me how it went. Mm, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like everybody keeps saying this to me. So it's a consistent thing that how much better everybody feels and they're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you people that just, you know, are morning people and can do this. And I'm like. Yeah, okay. And then they tell me they go to bed at like a normal time of like nine o'clock and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you all. I hear you. I just um who, who's doing my assignment for me though? I know. Whenever I run into you and you tell me all these things that you've done, I'm thinking, 
what? How how do you do that? And I'm just in awe of the stuff that you accomplish. So you're not below me. Oh, no, but this, I feel like I thrive on chaos but and very little sleep, but I always feel that there's something to do. It's like, oh, no, I've got to, I've got to do that washing or, oh, yeah, no, I better pick up that or, yeah, no, I still have to be doing this or whatever it is. And it's like and then by that time it's like 11 o'clock and then it's like I'm going to sit down now and I'm just going to watch one episode of something just so my brain can stop doing something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. I know I need to do this. Thank you. It's uh... one week. It's a one week challenge. Tell your hubby, tell your kids. <laughs> oh. Set your set your little schedule up. Oh, but the thing set is like there it's not it wouldn't be a, a zen time for me because everyone's already up and they're already like hi mom how are you going what are you doing now what are you doing now what are you doing now do what do you want to ha- do you want to watch a bluey episode with me what do you want to do and yes. i just i can't have that so i don't yeah. yeah like maybe i can just like hide somewhere and then i can <laughs> be like doing my stuff and whatever um, well, you'll be on your treadmill with your earpods in listening to a really um, empowering podcast or YouTube. Yeah. So you won't even be able to hear them. <laughs> See, I, I like I like this. Do you remember how loud the children are? Like um, they are loud. Yeah, I've met your kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, Th- this is this is this is the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, I think I need to do it. Thank you. This is again, I think you're like the fourth or fifth person to tell me this this week. So it's obviously a thing I need to do. So, you know, so much thankfulness here. So obviously I need you're to do the tights situation. I love all my own annoying advice, uh, advice, advice. Like I know it's annoying. <laughs> I say it, I think, God, you sound annoying. Oh, it's just like me when I say to the kids, I go, you need to drink more water. You need to hydrate. Remember, we need to put sunblock on and all these things. And then Sienna, she looks at me and she goes, yeah, mum, you need to be drinking more water. And I go, yeah, I know. And then I'm like, you need to eat fruit because it's good so you can go to the toilet and we need to be doing this and need to be doing that. And then she goes, yeah, mum, when was the last time you had some fruit? And I'm like, yeah, worry about yourselves. You're still going to be taller than me. You haven't got there yet. yeah love life love it oh absolutely look I love well I don't love all of it because now you're making me do things but it's not it's not fun um I'm gonna my my last little question for you Mm -hmm. is how do you want to be remembered how do I want to be remembered I think I want to be remembered as someone that has really supported other people's change. I think in my in my bio on my website, it's um, lighting the way for others because I remember when I couldn't see the light and I remember the healers that I went to, I was like, oh my God, I want to be just like you. Like, how do you, what? <laughs> How do you do this stuff? And I just, yeah, just someone that has really helped someone with their transformation, with their change, with anything really, just showing them how much better they can feel. I just, yeah, just doing what I do now. I just want to be remembered by that. So in other words, you're going to not say I told you so after my week of getting up early. 
when you call me and you're like, oh my God, I'm a change woman. I go to bed at nine o'clock. I get up at six. I work out. I do affirmations. I, when I wake up, the moment I open my eyes, I am grateful for everything. I'm just going to be like, how do you feel? Oh yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? I don't want to take any of this credit, but you know, just, just tell me about it though. Yeah, and I'll just be sitting there with a big smile on my face because that makes me so happy. Like the clients that come in and they're like, oh, my God, and they tell me about all these changes, there's no big ego. Like my my head isn't expanding, but my heart is just like, oh, my God, I am so happy for this person. And, like, it just fills my entire body and I just feel so good. And I'm just addicted to that feeling. Was our sixth episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, same time, same place with our next installment. We have some brilliant episodes coming up, so keep a lookout on our socials for sneak peeks. You'll hear from us soon.